today on the loaded goat aunt b meddles in andy's parenting and makes things worse we're reviewing bringing up opie meddles and andy's par- they're co-parenting i i you're probably <laughs> right but she makes things worse she 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 does make a bet she does she does take a risk and it doesn't really play out uh, before no. we get into the show you surprised me last week with a uh, with a sponsor, and I'm pleased to report that I have a sponsor for today's programming. Oh, oh, do you now? I do. Do you own a small to mid-size office building or apartment complex in the city of Helena, Montana? Well, if so, you know those winters can be extra cold. Burr. You have one of those old boilers in your uh, in your building. Well, BC boilers is your solution call tom accordingly at bc boilers and get that heat to where you want it how was that so how much did uh how much did bc boilers pay us for their sponsorship christopher well i gotta be honest they haven't paid us yet but i'm gonna probably get 10 bucks from my dad all right well that's the (laughs) money money just keeps rolling in so we open at the jail with Andy charging Otis with public intoxication, and he lets him know that he can pay the fine, either pay the two dollar fine or twenty, or spend twenty four hours in jail. Otis goes with the twenty four hours. I have always thought this was set like the the difference in price versus time. I've always found to just be fascinating. Where like I think on the the anti copyright on a lot of movies, or at least a while ago, like ten years ago, it was like ten years in jail or $25,000 fine, like something ridiculous of like 10 years or $25,000. There's no way that those are, that those equate 10 years in prison is worth way more than $25,000. Yeah, I would agree. We don't need to get into the injustices of the justice system at this point, but I did think that $2 or 24 hours is still quite. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I just always wonder what does Otis do for a living? Yeah. I don't know either. I can see him selling insurance. I don't know. I'll tell you about an insurance plan. All right. So Opie comes in and says that he sees he says that he sees that Otis has a snoot full. <laughs> what I've never heard that term. Oh yeah. Well it's like you, you know, yeah, I've heard it, but I don't not lately, but yeah, but it was okay. definitely on that show. But it and just means a, you're drunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can and I start saying that or is it a faux pas? No, I think you can say it. I mean, I don't know if, um, yeah, you see, if you see somebody say, oh, it looks like you've had a snoop pull. Because I think you can contextualize it enough and then make somebody feel um, bad for not knowing it. It seems like a good term. Yeah, I think okay. that's fair. All right. Uh, Andy's not happy uh, that he's saying that. Um, but then they quickly jump into, Andy continues telling Opie the story of Beauty and the Beast. This is Andy Griffith uh, just at his, you know, when he's at some of his, doing some of his monologues where he's always on top of his game. And then he gives he's making that up or do you think that's scripted? Oh, I think that's an Andy Griffith monologue. I mean, Andy Griffith does, that was part of his shtick when he would do live performances. He would just do monologues of stories like that. Yeah. Okay. And then he gives Opie wanted posters to hang and Aunt B walks in, sees Opie hanging wanted posters, and is just not pleased. Says Opie should be doing Opie should be home doing his homework. And then Opie says he doesn't have any homework because they kept asking questions to till the bell rang and that he, that they beat the rap. 
I think that's fantastic. I, I love that. This, I mean, this is so good. I think you said this, I think, at the on the very first episode that for Andy Griffith's show, the f- premiere and finale are always about Opie. Is that correct? At least the premiere is for sure. Okay, got it. Okay. Love this yeah. scene, though. Really good Opie content. I agree. I agree. And I think we have, so with, so with that, it gets worse because Barney comes in and they quit draw and then aunt b says that he got a call she got a call from the principal and said that opie handcuffed a boy to a flagpole turns out barney gave him the handcuffs i I can't remember wasn't it for a funny reason they were playing cops and robbers and he was resisting arrest (laughs) (laughs) resisting arrest yeah It turns out that Andy. Can you imagine that, picking up a kid? Picking like I don't know, you're, you're a babysitter, and you go and pick up the kid, and he's like handcuffed to the flagpole. Oh my I god! Mean, it would be it would be trouble. It would be, you know if you're a teacher, you you would be like, how did he get handcuffed? And I guess a kid having handcuffs that require police keys is not a, is not a good thing. No. Uh, turns out Barney gave him the handcuffs, and Andy's upset with both of them, and then Aunt B scolds Andy saying the jail is not a good influence. I mean, I'm, I was starting to side with Aunt B at the beginning of this. I do agree, you know, it's always good for him to be around his dad and Barney, they're good at, they're good influences. It's just a, it's a, it's a shoddy environment. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the Taylor household, Aunt B continues on with this and Andy finally relents and agrees. He goes up to the stairs and tells Opie that he can't hang out at the jail anymore, even 60 years later. And knowing that this is all going to work out, this is a tough scene to watch. And because Opie's really hurt and sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and you know, it does turn out OK for yeah. those that are on the edge of their seat. Yeah. But it was so cute, though, because he's like, do you want to go drink a water and then come back and tell me at the jail tomorrow? He's like, no, son, not today. Yeah. Well, we go to commercial and then we're back at the jail and we can see that not having Opie come by is not fun. Even Otis is sad and they keep just telling themselves that they're bad influences. Andy decides to go out on patrol and says he'll swing by the house. And then Barney offers to teach Otis the fast draw and Otis is not interested. He also was better at it. Yeah, he was. Well, I mean, it sounds like, oh, you know, if Otis, if Otis really wanted to take Barney down, I think that he wouldn't have much trouble, drunk or sober. Mm-hmm. Otis contains multitudes, multitudes yeah. of liquor and multitudes of skill. And here's the thing where we're back at the Taylor household, and here's where we really realize that Aunt B did not think this through. Because they're in the kitchen, and Opie is clearly bored. And so what does Aunt B do? She sends him out to plant spinach. You don't think that's good? Well, no. Well, first she's like, do your picture puzzles, which I like that that's what it was called. We should start yeah. saying picture puzzles. I think planting spinach is a good activity for a young boy to learn. It's a good activity for a young boy to learn. But when you're saying you don't get to your favorite part of the afternoon is to go by the jail and visit your dad. And then you end up, you end up being stuck at home and you're in your, and you know, it's kind of like saying, I mean, she might as well have just said, hey, why don't you watch me and Mrs. Uh, me and Claire Edwards play bridge? I mean, it just seemed like a, um, not That's true. That's a fun true. thing for Opie. Yeah. So Andy pulls up in the car. Opie runs to him. They chat for a minute and then Andy has to leave. At With the, the jail, siren. Turns the, the siren. siren on. 
Yeah. At the jail, Barney, Andy and Barney see Opie with, with Aunt B. He waves through the window. They're both clearly sad. Back at the house, Opie is now watering the spinach, and he decides to walk to the jail. And Andy says that this is what they agreed to, that Opie can't come in. And Opie, very great for, you know, very spot on line, says, I don't remember agreeing to anything. Yeah, I, mean, I love that. I mean, Opie mm-hmm. had too good, when he when he first has the conversation in bed, and he's like, oh, no, when grownups come up with something they think is good for us, it's never good for kids. That's and often true. I didn't agree to anything. I mean, this is really kind of, this is a nice show. This is this is the heartstring side of Andy Andy Griffith where you see them um, really kind of put the characters through something. Yeah, but it is still enjoyable to watch. Andy Andy sends uh, sends Opie away, um, then at home Opie starts kicking a can and he ends up kicking it all the way to a condemned mine, which um, was intense. Yeah, that's an intense can kicking. Aunt B calls Andy because they can't find him. And Andy's, I'd be kind of like, if I'm Andy at this point, I'm going to be like a little annoyed. I'm like, well, you wouldn't send him to the jail. And now he's wandered off. Thanks, Aunt B. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's like that. It's like, it's like, this is your fault. Our child is gone or kidnapped. I, I'm not, no, I'm not it's... saying, I mean, first of all, I'm not, I'm not saying, first of all, I'm not saying I would act this way in a situation like that. But I'm just having watched this unfold. I'm like, Aunt B really meddled in areas where and came up with a bad her plan could have gotten could have really backfired in a terrible way you have so much animosity for aunt b right now well i've watched the entire series there are times i can take and leave aunt b <laughs> okay all right there's some baggage here i can feel i mean it. you know it doesn't go back to my childhood sometimes <laughs> i just don't like watching um i don't like watching i just I'm just kind of like, this isn't going to work. A lot of the times where Aunt B comes up with an idea on how to improve a situation, it goes haywire. Aunt bad idea. Aunt bad idea, yeah. That's going so, to stick. Yeah. Um, and let's let's not forget, five episodes later, five episodes earlier, they had to trash the house to protect Aunt B's feelings. She's not the most stable ind- individual. That's correct. Okay. All right. Yeah. So at the mine, Opie is trying to find a way in. He manages to pry free the entrance, but it causes all the rocks to fall in the mine to seal. He has the good sense to walk away and then trades his his can to another kid for a bunch of apples. (laughs) It's so cute. He just sits there in the back of the truck eating all the apples. Eating all the apples. And then he gets, yeah, has too many apples. That seems. Wait, but he traded the can? How does he actually, like, that's a bad trade. Opie is really what was that game a couple of years ago that I feel like it was it was one of those one-up games that I don't think anybody ever did where you'd try to trade something and get something slightly better each time. And then there were stories about people who did would end up with like cars that they'd always up trade with somebody. And that's a little bit of what Opie's able to do. Yeah, I mean, I could, I mean, you know, obviously he's not going to become one, but you could see Opie being a good used car salesman. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, honestly, used car salesman and director producers, very similar. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, so, Opie's had a bunch of apples. He's, I don't see how he ate that many apples. That seems almost brutal to me to eat five apples. But Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Eating two apples gives me a tummy ache. 
Yeah. He's uh, tired and he falls asleep on the back of a delivery truck that, that drives away. And we're back at home and that's it's also dark. Quite, that's quite the food coma. He falls asleep <laughs> in the back of like on a hard metal in a truck that goes to a different town. And he's shaking all along the way and stays asleep. Yeah. That boy is in a lot of pain. He is in a lot of pain. So we're back at home. It's dark. And Aunt B, she's worried. And Andy gets a call from the delivery truck driver who lets him know he has a... Thank goodness. I was, I was honestly, I was starting to get worried. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, glad I had, I had decided that he was in the town that Tex was from. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tex. Good old Tex. Yeah. Tex, the, the boy, yeah. Tex who, who ran away, but ended up going back home. Yeah. It ended up working out. All right. So we're back at home. They're all upset with Opie. Who says he just wandered off because he didn't have anything to do. That makes sense to me. I mean, although he did have stuff to do and I just, but yeah, it's, it is kind of a, it is just a, it's not the best argument, but it's enough of an argument. It's such a shame back then that little kids just didn't have TV to watch all hours of the day. Yeah. Or screens or video (laughs) games or, you know, I mean, this would have never happened in 19 in the eighties. I mean, you should have been upstairs catfishing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, or, you know, or, you know, you know, or just wandering around parking lots, and, you know, or, you know, or doing, you know, because that was always, it was so much better when kids, I'm being sarcastic, it was so much better when kids, you know, could just get online and meet folks and things like that. John Mulaney has a stand-up bit that I just adore where he's talking about looking at houses and his realtor keeps mentioning how like it's got a great backyard for the kids and his bit is that his kids will not be in the backyard playing they'll be upstairs on their computers all hours of the day catfishing adults (laughs) they're his kids (laughs) exactly that's uh so it's good that you know (laughs) it's good it's good that i'm glad i'm glad opie survived and i'm very glad that they realized this grand experiment is not working and that opie should be able to come by the jail but they only gave it one day well i mean it's kind of like you know if if um you know, I mean, if 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 on the first day the man, he falls asleep in the back of a delivery truck, I mean, I think I think you're like, oh, let's just keep let's just keep doing this. But it's I mean, also like the only difference is that I mean, he's still like running around unsupervised when he's six, but if he can't be like at the jail, then he ends up in a in a mine. There've got to be other places. I mean, he can't. Well, he can't go to the pharmacy anymore because Ellie's gone. No, so he can't get a parfait. No, or a, or a soda. And he, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, you know, it's they. You know, they always talk about the jail not being a good place, but really, the only thing is, is it's just Otis coming in and sleeping off a drunk a, a drunk most of the time. Were your parents? You grew up on a farm. Were they working farmers, or were they? No, it wasn't a working farm. It was a hobby. By that point, it was a hobby farm. Okay. Did you go hang out at your parents' offices? Well, my mother was a school teacher, and so um, sometimes she was. She taught at the school that I was at, and my dad worked an hour and a half away, so I, I would only go there on special occasions. If you fell asleep in the back of a delivery truck and ended up there. Um, 
on the way to Knoxville, and Dad said, "Dad would say, what are you doing here?" And I'd be, I fell asleep in the back of a delivery truck and, and a bunch of apples yeah. again. Yeah, um, I hung out at my dad's office constant. He ran a, th- a theater before BC Boilers and Co. started up, and I would hang out there constantly. It was a lot of fun. I'd get to play with the coffee machine and lots of costumes and gross rooms, and can't forget the boiler room. Yeah, the boiler room. Well, yeah, I just didn't get, to, I just didn't really have that experience. I mean, I knew all my dad's coworkers and I mean, I knew, you know, I knew all those folks. It wasn't like I spent, I spent a good portion of time around them, but yeah, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't like I was stopping by and visiting every day. Got it. Okay. So Aunt B, uh, they say Otis, they say Opie can't, should, should not come by the jail when Otis is there. Um, and that he, you know, needs to be a little more, needs to watch his, watch his language and not say snootful and beat the rap and things like that. And not handcuff kids to yeah. flagpoles. I mean, I get, honestly, I don't think being around Otis is that bad. I think it's like, it's, it is the, the handcuffs. It's the learning how to shoot somebody. I did a, a piece of the thing, like what's next? Like learning how to strangle someone. Like this is worse. Like she's not wrong, but like <laughs> they could just behave differently with him at the jail. I mean, I just think she took a DEFCON 4 approach of, um, she took a DEFCON 4 approach of how to handle this. And her solution was to go garden, go, go plant, go plant vegetables in the garden. And I just think that was, I just think it was dumb. I think it was like, DEFCON 4. I only ever hear people say DEFCON 5, but you're not thinking it's not DEFCON 5, it's DEFCON 4. So like, what would have been DEFCON 5? When I say DEFCON 4, <laughs> it's like they're making a drastic decision. I mean, this is... But not the she, most drastic. Not the, I guess not. I don't know what the actual <laughs> level of DEFCON is, but it's a drastic decision on a problem. It's not a real big problem. It sounds like she basically said, you know what I'm going to do? I need to ask Jim Lindsay how I should handle this situation. And this is something that Jim Lindsay and her would have concocted. I think that this also goes back to your childhood. And I think at your parents' hobby farm, you had to do a lot of planting and you hated it. I never had to do any planning um, as far as I can remember, but the, that's not it. It's just, it's, I don't, I, I feel like there was a a, a complete lack of self-awareness on Aunt B's part and Opie's feelings in this situation. That's true. He's just a dumb little kid though. He's just a goofy little kid who loves his paw, hanging out with his paw. That's it. Uh, It is sweet at the end that how much they need each other. Gertrude would be happy to see that. She would. She would. So in the epilogue, Opie comes by and says he got good reports from school. And then Andy starts to tell the story of King Arthur and Barney starts correcting him. And then Andy and Barney start arguing and Opie leaves saying this place is a bad influence. Um, I would walk away. Have you read The Sword in the Stone? I never have. I mean, obviously, I know the story, but yeah. I... I, it is a pretty good book. You you don't get to The Sword in the Stone. Spoiler until like the third to last page it's hundreds of pages and then you get the sword basically in the epilogue yeah i mean disappointing disappointing i wanted that sword early on well the story of king arthur i mean is i don't even the whole saga is what thousands of pages right yeah i only read the the sword of the stone one it's a whole series yeah so this is the last episode of the season um it was nominated for best comedy feature but did not win uh, for, em- for an emmy but done not episode of the season was 
What? I'm sorry? The, the season was? The season was, okay. yeah. The season was. Don Knotts won an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, this was his first of five Emmys that he won. Um, so all in all, pretty impressive Pretty impressive start to the to the season. It I think it only gets better from here before until it gets until it gets worse. And but right now you we're in for four really good seasons. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a ding 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 rookie of the year status. I think that's <laughs> you hated that. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, how many whistles would you how many whistles would you give this? Oh, I loved it. This was a good one. I'd give it, I'd give it eight. And I would have given it a nine if it were just a little bit more funny. I don't like dramatic things as much, but really good stuff. I'd give it eight too. So going forward, we'll be posting every Monday once a week, as opposed to two to every every two two two. Y'all, two a week. Two a week is a lot. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work, and um, and we we um, we we hope you appreciate the extra time you get back and you don't feel overwhelmed by the number of podcasts because we won't feel overwhelmed either. <laughs> so before we dive into season two, we're going to review the backdoor pilot on the Andy Griffiths on the Danny Thomas show and no time for sergeants. But in the meantime, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at loaded goat pod. And if you have any questions or comments for us, go to the loadedgoat.net and submit a question until then, Christopher, don't take advice. If you're looking at a, if you're facing a situation and you're for trying to figure out how to resolve it, don't ask yourself, what would Aunt B do? No, I'm going to find out what Aunt Gail would do and I'll ask her or Aunt Pam. What are your aunt's names? I have an Aunt Linda. Linda gives good advice for sure. Yeah. All right. That, well, thanks, Aunt it. Linda. Hi, Aunt Pam. Linda does, Hi, Aunt, Linda does, Aunt Linda does good, give, give good advice, better advice than Aunt B. And Connie. I can't forget Connie. All right. That's it. Bye-bye.